Ah, welcome to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We're going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can help get you into the best shape of your life empowering our listeners to believe that they can achieve great things. If you are taking up running for weight loss, it will take care of itself as we also will inspire you to keep your nutrition real. Head over to our website and take us up on our seven day keeping it real health challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Remember, The thoughts and expressions of this show does not constitute medical advice. Now let's get into this week's show. Ah, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm excited. You don't hear any clutter going on in the background. I'm actually at my home studio recording this podcast all alone. I cannot believe it. I have this is my first show. In such a long time that we don't have a guest. And I am, uh, I hope that I can deliver today because our guests have been just dropping some great information. The last three weeks, we, we were focusing on parents sharing their health tips with other parents that has children with disabilities. We've had some of our Keep Calm and Run to the Best You members share their experiences from running the half marathon in the fall. And then we even had Danielle Selesey, who ran the Chicago Marathon, jump on the podcast as a guest. So we will discuss just in time for the new year, our keeping it real eating process to help fuel all your runs in 2020. How I use intermittent fasting to bring energy to my running experience as well. That's what we're going to focus on this week as we wrap up 2019 and look forward to 2020. We will also do our best to uh, provide you guys some great clips like the best of the 2019 podcast. Sharing clips from some of the race events and conclude with words from our Chicago Marathon participant, Danielle Selesey, again, as we look forward to 2020. What goals do you have? You know, guys, it's so important to not to live life. Don't let life run you, but you run your life. Visualize where you can be six months from now. What vacations would you like to take? What, what date nights is available to you? How healthy can you be, right? And I read a book called The 12-Week Year. So like you can design, you can get more done in 12 weeks with purpose than you can with just vague goals for 2020. So that's what I want to encourage you to do, right? And we're going to talk about the, the keeping it real process because a lot of this that we talk about is about... Uh, the keeping a real process, a lot of what we're talking about, designing goals for yourself, it all matters with what we eat and put in our in our bodies. 
That's what's going to give us the energy to want to sign up for a race. That's what's going to give us the energy and the motivation to want to get up off the couch and just go for a walk outside. You know what I mean? Do you realize that your emotions is heavily tied to what you ate last night or what you ate this morning? You know, some people wake up in a sugar coma because they ate a lot of snacks before they went to bed. So it's hard for them to get up. All right. So this is the last episode of 2019. And once again, guys, I hope I really bring it for you. Let me ask you a question, though. How was your week? What were some things that went well for you last week? Has any of the tips from our podcast in 2019 enhanced your life at all? We would love to hear from some of your successes. Please feel free to connect with me, Tadrees Parker, on Facebook and message me or submit your questions or comments to coachtadrees at gmail.com. If you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please rate and leave a review. I would love to go and read some of those reviews. And that's another way in which you can share your success in 2019. I would love, love, love to read about it. We'd like to thank our Patreons of our show thus far, Jen Burke and Ed Brown. If you would like to support our content, then head over to patreon.com slash coach And if you become a next level contributor, you will receive a free coaching call Every month that you are a next level contributor and you will be added to our Facebook accountability group. So please uh, take a look at our Patreon. You'll see the different levels. You can contribute as little as a dollar per month to help our podcast continue to grow and help fight obesity in our area. And when I say in our area, this this podcast has been uh, going around the world. So in your area, as you continue to listen to this podcast and spread the news, it will help potentially save someone's life. Okay, so let's get started. The keeping it real process, the philosophy. Be- before I basically get into it, let, let me tell you that I'm o- I am down overall about 50 pounds, okay? And I'm currently wrapping up another round of the keeping it real process. I started it in December uh, of 2019. And one of the reasons why I I started it is because I am preparing for a few races. Okay, January 1st is a 5K that I plan on crushing. And then we're going to Disney Half Marathon for the second year in a row. And I'm going to run that very strong. So I like to do resets every so often to get myself ready for that event. So in order to tell you what the Keeping It Real process is, I, again, I want to share my story. You may heard my story way back in the beginning of episode one. But my journey started off. 217 pounds. I didn't even know that I crept up that much on the scale until I ruptured my patella tendon. Had to go to the hospital with my my patella tendon. Those are the ligaments that hold your kneecap in place. Well, they popped and my kneecap was floating. It was the most painful experience ever. I get on the scale 
right before surgery, how tall are you? Five foot seven. Let's get you on the scale. I had no idea. I was 217 pounds. I lived on 217 East Jimmy Leeds Road, but I had no idea that my weight creeped up to my address. Guys, it, it was, it was eye-opening. It was shocking. Throughout my recovery, I was reading Runner's World magazine. And someone said, I don't know why you read Runner's World magazine. It's not like you run. Well, then I also purchased the book. You know, sometimes Runner's World magazines have that little slip inside encouraging you to like purchase a book. So I purchased this book called Run Less, Run Faster. I followed the program and in my late 20s of running 5Ks and my early 30s, I could not get a sub 30 minutes for the 5K to save my life. Now here it is, I ruptured my patella tendon at the age of 35 and now I'm around 36, almost 37 years old. But after following that program, I had the courage to sign up to my first 5K in about five years, right, of not running. I got a time of 26 minutes and 21 seconds, and I couldn't believe it, right? My weight dropped from uh, 217 at my highest, and at this time, when I signed up for that race, I was 185 pounds. I was using MyFitnessPal to track every calorie that I ate. And that was in March of 2012. By December, I was back up to 207 pounds. How? Why? Here's why. And here's how. Well, at that time, I hated running in the heat. So I stopped. Then football season came around. And uh, I I fall prey to those uh, buffalo wings, beer, Doritos, you walk in the supermarket, that's the first thing you see, right? Chips, football season, hay, balloons, your favorite, you know, we live in New Jersey, so we live next to the Philadelphia Eagles, so you got the Eagles banners going around, and it's like, yo, it's a party all fall. You close your eyes, and you wake up, like I did, and now it's December, or November, December, and you wake up, you're like, yo, I feel so, like, I don't feel good. How much I weigh now? Guys, I was 207 pounds in December. I went right back up. And so now it's time is cold again. And I start, you know, does my story relate to you? Like, do you find yourself at times going through this this loop in life where you might work out, work out, work out, get to a certain goal and then like unconsciously put the weight back on? And you don't even know why. Well, maybe it's because of the year, the the way the year goes. Okay, maybe it's the change of season that gets you. Maybe, you know, for me, maybe it was football season. But uh, maybe for you, maybe you get like seasonal depression in the fall. You're not as active as you were in the summer. See, if we are mindful of what's going on, then maybe we can change it next year or, you know, within the next few months. Come up with a plan. That's what I'm talking about. Setting yourself up with a plan visualizing these things. So in December of 2012, my wife, you know, who had gastric bypass surgery, wanted to lose more weight or focus. She wanted to lose another 20 pounds and she wanted to make sure that she was keeping it all. So she was doing all these like beach body workouts. She was killing it. Right. But she was also low on energy. So someone recommended, you know, trying a, uh, 
Shakeology or whatever like that. And I was like, you know, there's a nutrition company in our area. They sell a different type of meal replacement. Let's try that out. So I was, so I went there. I said, I want to do this as a business because there's people in my family that has had gastric bypass surgery. I kind of always wanted to be a personal trainer, but you know, I was going to help them from a nutritional standpoint when it came to like helping them lose weight. And they said that you can't really sell the products unless you take it for yourself. So at this time, I'm 207 pounds. And by June of 2013, so really my journey kind of started late 2012. I, I like to say it started January of 2013. And by June, I was 185 pounds. Right. So I went from 207 to 185 pounds in, in about that six month period of time. I really noticed the difference at, at my kids graduation, um, the pictures. I was like, wow, look at my face. You know, sometimes you don't realize that you're losing this weight or whatever like that until you see yourself in a picture. Um, so that was cool. I was I was I was taking these meal replacement uh, smoothies and stuff like that. Uh, I started getting some clients, helping them out. Uh, I was still counting calories on my fitness pal, okay, um, and I felt like I needed a, another level of discipline to get to 175. So I started cutting back on my sugar intake as much, right? Eventually, it took some time, but eventually I got to 175 pounds. But the funny thing is that in my fitness pal app, I had a goal of 165 pounds, but for some reason. I, it just never felt like I was really ever going to get there. Fast forward, some time goes by. Now it's March 2018, and I was introduced to the elimination process called Whole30. So I went, I went on to try it in April. I only lost seven pounds in the first 30 days, taking me from about 181 See, I told you I was 175, but then I started like, you know, thinking that I can go run 10 miles and, you know, have my replacement meal shakes and then, you know, Sunday or whatever, still eat my pizza and buffalo wings and, you know, things like that. Right. I'm, I'm justifying thinking that if I just run, you know, why can't I eat X, Y, Z? Right. It doesn't work like that. So I kept playing this game between 175, 181, 183. I'm like, why am I keep going back up to 180s, right? I don't want to see 180s anymore. So I got frustrated. I got tired. So I tried the elimination process for 30 days. And I went from 181 to about uh, 173, 174, something like that. But the thing about it was I felt amazing. I had tons of non-scale victories. I felt like I wasn't, like, like the book talked about, you're not addicted to sugar, like the sugar dragon went away, went away. I wasn't craving all these things. I didn't feel like, I didn't have that FOMO, that fear of missing out. I, I started developing a discipline of saying, no, thank you. I don't want that. I'm good, right? I never felt that way before. I felt amazing. The inches I didn't take measurements, but the inches in my stomach was like a major difference. So I hopped on the scale um, after my 30 days. I continued to eat that way, right? Maybe introducing things a little bit at a time, but for the most part, still continued to eat that way. I lost another six pounds the following week. I was so excited. I don't know if that kicked in some, some other type of uh, hormones because I was excited. I just kept it going. So in five weeks, I lost about 13 pounds. I was so excited. And now I'm in the 160s, and I definitely can't believe it, right? So later in 2018, I also started to um, 
I did another round of the process. And then I started incorporating intermittent fasting because I started reading and learning about it, listening to YouTube videos and and the magic really happened. See, it's not just about the number on the scale. See, when I was working with and selling those nutritional products, first of all, I lost those 13 pounds in that month of April. And I reintroduced things one at a time to see how my body would respond to these things that I eliminated. Unfortunately, the one thing I never reintroduced was those nutritional products. And I say unfortunately because I invested a lot of time and I really had that passion for helping people. But sometimes, um, you know, you got to make sure your ladder, if they say climb the ladder to success, you got to make sure the ladder is on the right building. And I felt like that wasn't the right one, man, because I felt and I'll tell you more about why when it comes to this elimination process. So started learning about intermittent fasting, right? And then I incorporated that with the the mindset of the whole 30 and my keeping it real process. See, on the website, on our website, keep calm and run to the best you. But our website is runtothebestyou.com, right? When you subscribe to become like on our email list, you will get the keeping it real nutrition guide. I call it keeping it real because I incorporate some things that Whole30 may not, including intermittent fasting, but it's also my story, my journey of what happened with me, as well as some people that I shared this philosophy and process with. So when I was saying about that, it's not just about the scale, the number on the scale, but depending on how expensive or my my scale isn't expensive. It's an Omron, something that I had got from uh, Amazon for about $45 or so. You step on it and it will also tell you your metabolic age, what your visceral fat is, how much muscle mass you have, as well as your body fat percentage. And so I was about 43 years old working with the nutrition company, but, but the, my metabolic age kept saying I was 50. Could not get it down. But in 2018, in December, I went through another round. And before I got on the plane, guys, my metabolic age had dropped down significantly to my actual age. My uh, body fat percentage has never been lower. My visceral fat was, was well down. My skin cleared up, okay? And uh, right before I got on the plane to go to the Disney 2019, January 2019, to run the half marathon, my first time ever going to Disney to do that, the scale said 161 pounds. Guys, I can't tell you how I felt to see that, right? I wasn't focused on like, oh, I'm going to look too skinny if I'm 160 some pounds, right? Because the, the BMI chart says maybe, you know, you should be 100, you know, five foot seven, you should be 160 pounds or something like that. And before I would think to myself, man, that's too skinny. I don't want to look like that. Look, I don't want to look like I'm sick. You know, now it's not about being vain, you know, vanity. It's about how I feel. Do I want to tie my shoes, my boots, my sneakers without feeling like the stomach is in the way? You see what I'm saying? So some people will, will make judgments and say things like, you know, oh, don't, don't get down that low. You'll, you'll look too skinny. It's not about you, dude. It's not about you, girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? How, I'm doing this for me. 
So <laughs> although I no longer count calories, you know, that kind of went out the door. That went out the window with me not bringing back the nutrition products as well, right? The supplements that I was using. Um, but best believe, before we got on the plane, I logged into my Fitness Pal app to put in my new weight, and I wanted to see it. I wanted to see it say, "You reached your goal." So in 2019, I had no choice but to uh, bring what I was learning to the members of our group. I showed them that by keeping your nutrition real when you eat and picking windows that are not 16 hours long, you can actually change your life. I mean, guys, if you really like take a notebook and start right now journaling, you know, what is the first thing you put in your mouth? Maybe you woke up, had some, had some coffee with cream in it and a little nibble. And then maybe you didn't eat for three or four hours, but you, you know, uh, you, you had something later. The, the soon as you put that first cream into that coffee, your fast is broken. And how long have you been eating? And so if we wake up at six o'clock in the morning and have a cup of coffee with cream and sugar at 630 and then we don't go to bed until 10, 11 o'clock at night. Some people will stay up until 12 and you're watching TV and you have some crackers and cheese at 1130. Guys, we, we might be eating for 16 some hours in the course of that day. But if we shorten our window, like I have, right, it will help you to manage your not lose weight, manage your weight, have more energy for the things that you love to do, which is running <laughs> for some of you that's listening to this podcast for running. So let me tell you something, though. Running alone does I mean, yes, running alone does not help you keep the weight off. If you are a heavier person and you take up running, it's going to help you lose weight, but it won't help you keep it off if your diet is out of whack. Intermittent fasting alone will not bring your metabolic age or your visceral fat down. Intermittent fasting may help you lose weight in the beginning, but intermittent fasting won't keep you there. It still matters what is on your plate, your fork, and then ultimately what you put into your mouth and into your belly. When I was introduced to the keeping it real method, um, or I should say, I should say, when I introduced the keeping it real method to our members, Jamie Burke, uh, she took a, she was the first one to take us up on the seven day challenge because I said, you know what, some people thirty days is just going to be too much. It's going to be too intimidating for them. So what if I did a seven day challenge? So got got Jamie. She she took it. She she lost two pounds that week. But that two pounds turned into 12 pounds for the month, which turned into 50 pounds in 2019. Chris Ballard took me up on the seven day challenge in March of 2019, went on to lose six pounds in the seven days, 13 pounds in 30 days, and is maintaining 30 pound weight loss in 2019. Meredith Hamlet down 28 pounds in 2019. Tina Ellis lost nine inches uh, during a few months of doing this process, as well as like smashing some of these running goals that she didn't think that she could do. She was experiencing shin splints and felt like she was going to turn into a walker. I said, no, let's, let's, let's focus on what are you, what are you eating? What are you eating? Well, what the heck does shin splints got to do with what I'm eating, coach? My dog's looking at me right now like I'm crazy because I'm getting hype up in here. But... 
Shin splints, ha Shin splints has been eased up. The run, walk, run has helped her dramatically. This is my first time mentioning run, walk, run, but yes, that's what we practice. How about late 2019, best friends, Nicole and Kristen, <laughs> over from October to early December, lost over 40 pounds between them. And then Kristen got her husband into the game and he's down like, like 10, 11 pounds in the first you know, week of trying this out. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm proud to announce that last week, as we wrapped up another seven-day Keeping It Real Challenge, you know what happened? Sandra Martinez was featured on episode 28 of the podcast. She was super, super shy to be on the show. I had to drag her in, almost physically. <laughs> but after the episode was done recording, she told everyone in her family that they had to listen to it. And she said, Coach, got some seven-day challenge. I think you will benefit from it. Most listened and jumped right into the challenge. Sandra herself joined the challenge. She is petite. She lost five pounds. Her fiance, Danny, shout out to you, my man, still playing ball, lost seven pounds. Her daughter in California, Cassandra, lost three pounds. Her niece, Jasmine, in Colorado jumped in, and she lost seven pounds in those seven days. And last but not least, Sandra's sister, Luz, also in Colorado, Jasmine's mom, lost 11 pounds. Guys, that's 33 pounds in one week for this family alone. Shout out to you guys for such an incredible week. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. One person's decision can change the world. Sandra's decision to get on that podcast, which I told her, your words is going to have an impact on so many people. Look at the amount of people in her own family that has now become the healthiest version of themselves. Wow. Shout out to Sandra's local friend, Kim, who also took us up on a challenge, but came down with the bug. So she did not lose anything. Uh, but to a speedy recovery to you, Kim. Great job, everybody. So now, what is keeping it real? Again, is it was inspired by Whole30. And it is where you eliminate problematic foods from your diet for 30 days. Then you reintroduce those food groups one at a time. Allow like three days to pass before reintroducing the next food to see how your body reacts to what has been reintroduced. Now, so for, for us on our website, I call it the Keeping It Real 7-Day Challenge, right? And then you can make a decision after those 7 days whether you would like to extend it to 30 days. Now, some people may experience like, man, I got, you know, I'm going through withdrawal right now, like, you know, I can't have black coffee and I'm used to having sugar and cream. And those are some of the things that we've got to eliminate. So either you, you go black coffee or you go not at all. And if you're going through a caffeine withdrawal or you're going through a sugar withdrawal, you're, the first couple of days may be tough. But by day seven, it starts to ease up a little bit. By day 10, it's definitely getting good. By day 14, you are humming. You're killing it. But here's the things that you want to eliminate. All grains. 
So nothing causes more inflammation in your body than this cheaply made food source. Ever wonder why, you know, a bag of greens is like a dollar? Those things ain't good for your body. Sandra is very petite and so is Lisa Keating. They both are in their low, low 100s. But when they eliminated grains from their diet, they still lost weight. In Sandra's case, as I mentioned, she lost five pounds. Number two, all forms of sugar. No sugar substitutes like, you know, agave, honey, um, you know, what's my other one? Stevia, no sugar substitutes for 30 days or for seven days, for 30 days. Sugar is so addicting and causes tons of inflammation in the body, just like grains. How about soy? Eliminate soy. So many studies show the effects of soy, uh, the bad effects of soy. And of course, you can find some article, articles that support soy. But find out for yourself how your body responds to soy. Legumes. Beans, beans, good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. Oh, first of all, no one wants to smell that, man. And secondly, that bloating feeling that you have is so uncomfortable. So avoid legumes, which is beans, as well as peanuts and peanut butter. Okay. Number five, avoid alcohol. I read actually a book called What When Wine by Melanie Avalon, and it talks about the good health benefits of certain wine, right? And so alcohol can be good for you and not contribute to weight gain. But here's the thing with alcohol. It also lowers your inhibitions and causes you to over snack or indulge in not so healthy food choices. So avoid alcohol for 30 days or seven days as well. Next is dairy. I mean, who's not lactose intolerant anymore? <laughs> I know some people say, oh, I'm going, I, I got gluten sensitivity. I have, uh, I'm lactose intolerant. And some people know for sure that they are. Maybe they haven't been diagnosed by a doctor. But until you really eliminate these problematic food groups, you really won't know which one is your problem. Okay? We're all not the same. So some can thrive off of dairy. But if you eliminate it, then you can see for sure how it affects your body. And so... Uh, dairy has a lot of added sugars in some instances. Um, if you eat a piece of cheese, tell me who's not going to want to eat like a half a pound. Like you just can't stop with one piece of cheese. It's so addicting and it causes you to eat more. So we encourage you to keep your nutrition real by eating freshly made food from home, not processed. Make real cooked meats and seafood. Make fresh veggies. And you can even have potatoes. For a little sweetness in your life, bite into an apple, banana, strawberry, or even some blueberries. Yes, fruit is good, and you will be able to enjoy the sweetness now that fake sugar is out of the way. If you must purchase food with a label on it, like tomato sauce, turn it over and read the ingredients. The ingredients should only be Two to three things that you can pronounce. Unfortunately, uh, this is the reason why, like I told you, that I had, you know, gave up working with the uh, meal replacement company because not only did it have soy, which is not conducive for my body, but countless other ingredients. Okay, and 
artificial sweeteners, things that I could not pronounce on the label. It's like a laundry list of things. So for recipes and making this process interesting for yourself, we've created a new page on our website called the Morning Motivation Relist. Let me tell you about morning motivation. So if you're connected with me on Facebook, you'll see some morning live videos that I do to help us with our mindset, get our day started, kind of encourage you to get some exercise in like this podcast is designed to do in the first place in the giddy up. So the morning motivation read list, uh, you will find all of my transformative books that I have read and I recommend that you grab a copy for yourself. And in that read list, there's a couple of things. There's the whole 30 day by day journal that I put in there. And for recipes to keep your, your food choices real and nutritious and delicious, you can find the whole 30 fast and easy cookbook there as well. And that's a great thing to have in your kitchen to refer to when you go food shopping, go, go um, you know, refer to that book and make a list of, of things that you need to make homemade salad dressings and things like that. I'm telling you, you're going to want to have that. That whole 30 day by day journal, I was reading that thing faithfully. I love it. Get it. Get a copy of it. So head over to runtothebestyou.com, morning motivation read list, and uh, take, a, take a peruse through that thing and uh, see what books that you want to add to your library so that you can have a successful 2020. Now, with learning how individuals like Jamie, Chris, Meredith, Nicole, Kristen, Sandra, Danny, Tina, Cassandra, Jasmine, and Luz, and countless others all lost weight in 2019 following this process. Can you see yourself doing this and helping your runs? What runs do you have planned for 2020? What marathons, half marathons, countless 5Ks, 10Ks? Can you see this process helping you in 2020? How about implementing intermittent fasting and how uh, not overfueling your body all day long and allowing you to have less brain fog, better focus, a flatter tummy. Can you see that enhancing your races in 2020? Can't see it yet. Here's what I want you to do. Close your eyes for a moment and let me let me talk you through this. Now, with your eyes closed, imagine a lighter you. A stronger you. Based on the mental strength that it takes to turn down those sugary food sources in favor of healthier options. Imagine when you look down, there's less of you. You got that energy. You have greatness within you, my friend. I see it in you. Now it's time for you to step into your greatness. Now open your eyes. Did you picture yourself six months from now, 12 months from now, stepping into that great version of yourselves? Those dates are in the future, obviously. But the future starts with one decision today. And that's the start. No matter your experience, you can feel as though that you're like, you know, like, like my girl, uh, Sandra. She's already thin. What, what, what does she need this for? She already runs races. What does she need this for? But she lost five pounds. 
And then when she came out to the, the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You training program on Tuesday and we did some speed work, the girl was like, wow, I never did this before. See, she's learning new things. So no matter your experience, go take us up on the seven-day challenge today. Tomorrow is December 31st. It's the start of a new challenge. Let's roll into 2020 together, strong, healthy, focused, not weighed down by processed foods and and sugars and things that will wreck our machine called the human body. Let's take a break. And when we return, I will give you some of the best of 2019. Hey guys, I want to take a moment to tell you about Thrive Market. It's an online service that will deliver straight to your door nutrition based on your dietary needs. So if you are keto, they have keto type snacks. If you like Whole30, they have Whole30 approved salad dressings and ketchups and things of that nature. Being that I try to keep my nutrition real, if I go to the supermarket and look for a salad dressing, it's going to have all sorts of ingredients that I can't pronounce as well as sugar, high fructose corn syrup, soy as the main ingredients. You can avoid that by making a salad dressing yourself. However, that can get a little boring. But Primal Kitchen, which is one of Thrive Market's foods, they have some of the most amazing, delicious salad dressings made with organic avocado oils and nice natural herbs and spices into these salad dressings. You can get Thousand Island salad dressing. What I love is the ketchup. The ketchup is so delicious. I actually take it out to restaurants with me because it doesn't have all that stuff that I mentioned, like the high fructose corn syrup and things like that. So if you're ready to take your health to the next level and you want good, wholesome snacks and dressings for your foods, order from Thrive. In the description, I will leave a link to Thrive and you'll get $25 off your first purchase. Okay, welcome back. Our first look back into 2019, we're going to reintroduce you to Tina Ellis. And Tina started our program back in June and she was suffering from shin splints and everything like that. And we helped her with the run, walk, run. And she did her first 5K with us. And then that was about in July. And now we're going to fast forward to October. And let's see the excitement from Tina Ellis. Hey, what's up, guys? I was able to catch up with Tina Ellis. We did the 5K. Tina, how do you feel crossing that finish line of the 5K? Oh my God, I feel awesome. I was shooting for 35 minutes. I think my last 5K was 36.30 and I was shooting for 35 and today I got 33.54, which is only 20 seconds off of my PR from six years ago. So I'm so, so excited. What kind of changes did you have to endure in order to get to this point? Um, I sped up. I I pushed harder in my 60 seconds. I did 60-30 intervals. So I pushed a little bit harder and played a lot of cat and mouse with people. And coach was nearby, so he kept me going the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and I was talking, when I was talking about what changes did you have during Door, right? You uh, came with us like July or something like that, or June. And uh, you're down, what, 10 pounds now? 10 pounds since July, yep. Today officially hit the 10 pounds loss mark. My shin splints have seemed to have gone away, not good. 
So I'm psyched. So you you got your fastest time in six yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, dropped 10 pounds. Congratulations to you. And uh, I, I, there's something else I want to say. Intermittent fasting. How's that helped you? Oh my gosh! I, it takes food cravings away. My I'm way more focused. I'm better in my work. I'm better at home. I'm a nicer person. <laughs> all all of this, the intermittent fasting, the running, everything has changed my life so much for the better. I can't even ask my husband. He'll tell you how much of a better wife I am. <laughs> well, listen, Tina. It was great catching up with you. We're going to ask you to be on a podcast in a couple of weeks yeah. to talk about uh, emotional eating. Oh, non 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 scale victories. So great job today. What a way to kill it. We're Catch up with you. Next, we have Lisa Keating, who joined us in March due to her sister, Chris Ballard, just killing it over the last couple of years. And Lisa wanted a piece of that. And Lisa was one individual that always will come to trainings and says that, you know, today says that we're supposed to run for two minutes straight, but I don't think I can do it. And then at the end, of the workout, she was like, I did it. I can't believe I did it. This is amazing. And she would not learn her lesson. She continued to do that. Weeks gone by. Today's workout says we're going to run a mile and a half. I never ran a mile and a half before. I don't think I could do it. At the end, oh my gosh, can't believe I did it. Now it's October. She's got a couple of 5Ks under her belt, and now she's stretching out for her first 10K. Let's have a listen to what happened afterwards lisa keating we just caught up with you it looks like you had an amazing 10k for your first 10k distance of ever how did it feel absolutely exhilarating a perfect high naturally (laughs) i'm gonna tell you something you had this warrior look on you you were very determined you had that look of a like like a, a champion coming down the stretch i'm telling you what what was your mindset as you saw that finish line approaching I just really was uh, starting to struggle a little bit on the last mile, so I basically was focusing on keeping my pace going. Nice. And uh, basically that was what I was determined to do. It looked like you had your rhythm, you had your system. Um, let, let, me, let, me, let me think real quick. I had something that I really wanted to ask you. Uh, what was your time, what was your goal going into it, and what was your final time? Uh, my goal was to beat 104. Okay. And I got 103.58. Let's go! Set a goal, make a plan, and complete it. Nice job. Great catching up with you today. Next, we have Lisa Gallagher. She joined the program in June wanting to run with a community. Because she had no one to run with. And she saw Katie Ayers, another member of our group, having a lot of fun with our program and wanted to be a part of it. So she joined in June. Never did a 10K before. Jim has been a member with us for about three years now. And he's done a nine-miler one time. And but he's never officially signed up to a 10K. So they actually ran this race together and then we were able to catch up with them after the run. Okay, just caught up with Lisa Gallagher, who did her first 10K. Lisa, how did it feel? Oh, it felt awesome. And it felt really good to run with my teammate, Jim. We, I felt he gave me inspiration and uh, we, we did it together. 
That's so awesome. And when you were coming down that stretch and you saw that finish line, what was going through your mind? Oh, baby, we've made it. <laughs> hey, look, Ma, we made it. That, that was going through your mind? Yes, yes. You know what I mean? All right, so we're going to catch up with Jim. Jim, how, how are you feeling, brother? I'm feeling damn good. <laughs> damn good. So, Jim, uh, this is your first 10K, right? It was on a fast course here in Atlantic City on the boardwalk. But take me through it. You had a goal going into it, but what did you end up getting? Well, I was hoping to do one one hour and 20 minutes. Okay. Finish at 113.15. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Jim, give it up. Right. Patting <laughs> myself in the back right that's, now. That's right. That's right. You have a son at home that you, I, I believe, that you, you run for. What does that mean for you to set this example for your son? Uh, my little man's got autism. Um, I mean, he's you know, high-functioning, and you know, yeah. it's, it's not debilitating for him in any stretch, but... You know, I, he, this morning he woke me up at 6.30 and he goes, Daddy, can I run with you? And I'm yeah. like, ah, not yet, pal. That's it, right? That's <laughs> right. That's it, man. Hey, listen. Great. He plays with all my medals. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So great to have you. You got a nice medal on today. And uh, I, I can't be more proud of you and the whole crew. How does it feel? How, how do you got, what do you guys think about those that's going to be running the half marathon tomorrow? Oh, I wish I could be there with you. <laughs> We're going to get Not there. Not really. <laughs> They're going to do great. They have it. Yes, yes. We got Ed here today. He's actually here. Ed hey. Brown, our first Patreon. <laughs> hey, guys, what's happening? And uh, you looking forward to your half marathon tomorrow? Coach, I can't explain to you that I'm walking around in my kitchen and my, my, my socks on. My dogs are looking at me like I'm nuts. Pacing around the house like a caged lion. I can't. I couldn't wait, so I had to come down here and get to more of this energy. So that, that energy is flowing through you right now. Absolutely. I can't imagine what you're going to be like tonight. It's going to be hard to sleep. Oh, my God. So, that's try. the other thing. I, I was like, I got I to gotta sleep tonight. Yeah. I got to calm down, but it's so awesome. It's so exciting. All right, great. We, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Absolutely. When it comes to designing your 2020, I can't think of a better journal to have than this run your year journal. And I met these two ladies at the Atlantic City Marathon Expo. They had a table set up and they had these leather journals. And let's take a listen to what they had to say. Hey, I'm here at the Atlantic City Marathon Expo and I'm here with Julie from Run Your Year. And they have a diary, a runner's journal. Tell, tell our, our listeners what this journal is all about. All right. Well, it is a goal-setting planner for runners. And it has people evaluate where are you right now? Where are you coming from? You know, be realistic with it. Let's do a real, true evaluation. And then let's brainstorm some goals. Where do you want to go? Now let's set a pathway to get there. Let's, let's do some attainable steps, some action moving forward so that you can get there throughout the year. Accounting for things that are going to get in the way because stuff happens, right? Mm, mm. I was looking through the journal last night and I saw like there's hourly breakdowns. Like yep. I, I think I saw 15 minute increments. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you going to be doing at this time? That's some serious visualization right there. It absolutely is. And you think about it, you know, make yourself a priority. If you're setting a goal, then you've got to put yourself in your plan for the day. Where do you have time that you're wasting that you could be using to work towards your plan? Absolutely. Have you ever heard of a book called The 12-Week Year? Yes, I have. So I just started reading it, mm -hmm. and it's talking about getting so much done. People set a yearly goal, and they procrastinate and wait to the last minute and sometimes get discouraged because they don't hit that goal, right? Yep. Absolutely. So 
it's funny because I coach a beginner's program and it's a 12-week program. And at the end of the 12 weeks, I plant the seed for the next 12 weeks. How is this journal like I feel like this journal is so in line with what I'm talking about. It is. It's it's more of a four-week plan, though. So we're looking at it month to month because we're having people evaluate at the end of the month, you know, how did this month go? Yeah. Writing down that goal again. Where are it. we going? You know, we're maintaining that focus because you've already decided what you're going to do in advance. So now you're working towards that and maybe you even need to adjust or tweak your goal. Maybe you need to set a higher goal because you've already attained that thing. Yeah. Um, I have a one of my favorite quotes is the best way to predict the future is to create it. What kind of life are you creating? And the only way you're going to do that is by writing it down and being strategic and on purpose. Live a life on purpose. Absolutely. It clarifies it in your mind. We have all of these thoughts that jumble through our heads, right? 25,000 thoughts in a day. Mm. If we sit down and we focus Mm. on what our intention is, what are we choosing Mm. out? What are we picking out that's important to run after? We can kind of plink those other things aside, push them aside and work towards the great. Put aside the good. Let's work toward the great. How can they find this journal? So they can go to runyouryear.com, find it online. Um, we also offer a virtual event, but check it out, please. We're also on Facebook. You can find us at Run Your Year on Facebook and Run Your Year 2020 on Instagram. Thank you so much for your time, Julie. Go pick up that journal. I got my copy already. So I will leave a link to the website for you guys to pick up your copy of that Run Your Year journal. Our next two individuals that we caught up with was first Ed Brown. He joined us in June of 2019. He was skeptical at first and his friend Meredith told him, Ed, you got to come check this out. This is, uh, you know, I was skeptical at first too, but it's real. Like the love, the the support that you get with this program is real. And Ed, this is going to help you get out of your funk. Not only did it help him get out of his funk, but to just come and, and bring so much life and energy to the program and run his first half marathon without even doing a 5K. You were here in, in his excitement here. And then we also have Dylan Bakley, who his girlfriend at the time, Encouraged him to join the program because she wanted company. You know, that was like two years ago or so. But last year, at the end of 2018, they got engaged. And then the three of us went to Florida and ran Disney Half Marathon. And he was so excited when 2019 hit that he signed up for three half marathons (laughs) all at one time. And this was Dylan's excitement. And I'm also just want to give a little shout out to Dylan and Allison. Love you guys very much. And your wedding is coming up. And I have had the privilege, my wife and I, to be invited to the wedding. And we're looking forward to that wedding on January 4th. Let's listen to these guys. On this incredible day of the Atlantic City Marathon Series, I have Ed Brown here. He's done his very first half marathon ed how did it feel as you were coming down the stretch oh man it, it felt great the uh all the training and not wanting to train and all those feelings it just all came together i finished strong i was i uh i was shooting for three hours i was under three hours yes. um my family was i had family my sisters were here my mom and dad were here um it was just awesome it was amazing 
Bro, you've been, you have been with me all weekend. You came on Friday to help me set up uh-huh. and um, just like put this whole weekend in a nutshell for you. It, it's just, it, it's hard to explain because it's like family. It's like a family, not a, I don't want to say a family reunion, but it's like a big family get together. Everybody was encouraging everybody. It started yesterday with the, uh, the five and 10 Kers, and then it just carried over in today. I mean, the love and support and everybody just being there for everybody was just amazing. And, and for someone out there listening to this for the first time and is thinking about taking this journey of getting into running, even if it's their first 5K, whatever it is, what can you have? What do you have to say to those individuals? I'm, I'm going to put it to you like this. I started the end of May, beginning of June, and I haven't run a 5K yet. If that, let that sink in there for a minute. The first run that I ran with this group was a 15K. Then... My next run was this run today, a half marathon. So if that gives you any indication on why you should be here, that, that says it right there. So I'm actually looking forward to my first original official 5K in Philly at the Rocky Run. It's where I could take a break and just run three miles. Well, congratulations, Ed. We appreciate you. Thanks for being on the podcast. Coach, Woo! thank you. Hey, we're still here at the Atlantic City Marathon Series, and I caught up with Dylan Bakley. This man is phenomenal in the beginning of 2019 he decided he was going to pay for like a year of of half marathons and he's wrapping up 2019 with this marathon dylan how does it feel it feels amazing number three (laughs) number three i mean you just started taking up this uh your first your first half marathon was uh disney right yep how fun was that that was amazing to have your fiance there you know what i mean uh me you and your fiance we had a great time in disney uh then me and you killed it in um uh, April Fool's yeah. half marathon, and right. today is a special day for you. Absolutely, it is. It's my thirty-fifth birthday, <laughs> and so, so you. But you don't feel like you're getting older. You're you like getting younger because feel, of feel younger than I've been in my twenties. That's it, man. So congratulations. Thanks for coming out today. Thank Great you. Great job. I'm so proud of those guys. And last but not least, we're going to bring you to one of our episodes: determined, commitment, and discipline. Those three key things is what we are going to need in order to reach any goal that we set for ourselves. we got to be determined to go after it. We need to be committed and do what we say that we are going to do. And we, have the need, we need to have the discipline to wake up in the early morning to go for that run. Or that discipline to say no to that processed or sugary food and things that don't serve as well. And so we're going to take you to that episode with Danielle Selassie, who ran the Chicago Marathon. Now, I feel as though that she could have done this without us, but she, does, she chose to use us to help her get through that stage in life to prepare for that Chicago Marathon. Let's hear what she has to say and what hurdle she had to get over in order to do what she did. Hey, welcome back to the Running Intermittent Fasting and Weight Loss Podcast. And Danielle Salasi was talking about how her family, you know, how they are enjoying her new energy, uh, yet at the same time, and this is a message for all you mothers and fathers out there who would like to uh, take on this endeavor of getting healthy, it's a challenge because your family may want you to eat some 
you know, sugary snacks. Hey, you know, sit down and have this beer <laughs> instead of going out there running <laughs> 10 miles today. Uh, my son, he's 10 years old and uh, he's getting better with it. But he he's he was featured on one of my podcasts as my arch arch nemesis. Um, I, pre- <laughs> I pretended that I was uh, interviewing a 10 year old uh, running phenom and he just hijacked the podcast and said, yeah, I don't intermittent fast. I eat nothing but sugar. <laughs> 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 um, so I appreciate that your your honesty when it comes to how your family deals with things, because there's a lot of listeners out there that may have to overcome the uh, the family, you know. Yeah. Yeah. My now, um... th- let me ask you this: Is there something that you are doing now that you could not do before losing weight? I know the running thing, but what is that one thing that you kind of notice? Like, wow, I'm able to do this now when I couldn't do it. So, you know how much I love. Like, I- I'm at this gym where we kickbox and we do strength training, and I love it. I feel like I've found my activity that I can just do all day long and not have any, um, I I just, I love kickboxing. I love, I love everything about it. Um, and so anytime I get on the mat and I'm on the bag sparring with someone in the gym or even by myself and I'm like, I, I can, I can punch and I can punch hard and I can kick hard and I'm strong. Or, you know, I can squat a hundred pounds now, whereas before I could barely lift the baby weights. I just get such a kick out of that. Like it, it, (laughs) I I have to laugh sometimes because a lot of the simple things that I can do, like the more advanced people, you know, they're kicking really high on the bag or doing whatever. I, I, I honestly genuinely get a kick out of the fact that I can go into the gym, kickbox for 40 minutes, um, feel good about myself, feel strong feel like nobody can mess with me (laughs) you know Um, right yeah when I and now like my punches my kicks everything is getting harder I'm getting so much stronger and I really have like my running base to um contributed to that because it's a lot of cardio when you're in the gym and those sorts of things and I know that the kickboxing helped me with my running the running helped me with the kickboxing um and vice versa now I wouldn't recommend kickboxing and then trying to go out and do a long run because I've tried to do that before and it didn't work. But yeah, I think really pretty much anything physical, I just get a kick out of the fact of how strong I am these days and how I don't get winded when I run a mile like I used to, you know, it's just, it's insane. Yeah. It's And, and, you know, you gotta, you gotta stay determined. You gotta stay committed. Um, and you gotta have the discipline to keep it going because, we could take a long time building this base where you don't have a problem running a mile, but perhaps a month away from it, you can, you know, feel like, wow, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It could feel like a struggle. And that kind of leads me to my next question. Do you know Meredith Ham- Hamlet? I do. Yeah. She's so cool. Yeah. The, the, the mom that runs with the stroller all the time with a six year old. <laughs> Get it girl. Yes. <laughs> Actually, we're going to have her on a podcast next week. Awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. Meredith is so inspiring seeing her out there with her kid. And when I, you know, I, I would take my little girl with me running. And so just seeing another mom out there doing the same thing that I was doing, it just, I cheer her on from afar and I know she cheers me on. So it's, it's cool. <laughs> how about, how about Chris Ballard with the triplets? That's insane. Yeah. 
triplets. Her, her, her son is so fast, and um, he 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 runs for the cross country team, and he's got his five Ks to under twenty minutes, like nineteen and some change. And what I'm proud about Chris is the fact that you know her her teenagers are are uh, the triplets and they're teenagers at that. So she's very busy taking her kids, you know, to mm-hmm. soccer or making arrangements that you know one might got to go to tr- soccer, one got to go to cross country. Um, and yet she still finds the time and I'm very appreciative of this because again, she could be going to the gym, but she's coming outside in the cold get, with her hat and her, her glasses on. And I mean, her, uh, headlamp on and, and, and mm-hmm. with us. so, yeah, that's so inspiring. Seriously. I mean, I I'm friends with Meredith and Chris on Facebook. And so just seeing how they really prioritize their family, but then they also make themselves a priority too. It's what I'm all about, right? You know, I know we have these commitments and career goals and all of these things, but when you see another mom making themselves making themselves a priority, it makes it easier for you to do that too. You know, so much of our society is on this external goals and making sure that everyone else is happy before you are. And we should think of others and we should make sure that we are kind to other people. But on the same hand, we have to be kind to ourselves, too. So seeing like other moms like Jen Burke and, you know, her sister, Jamie, and then seeing Chris and Meredith, everybody taking care of themselves as moms makes it so much easier for for someone like me to do it, too. And, and sorry, that was probably more than you asked. <laughs> no, no, no. Great, great. Mentioning Meredith and Chris, they both had the same question for you. And so uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris laughed at it. She said, you know, great minds, thanks alike, thank alike. And you kind of already answered this right now, but I just wanted to do it again. She, they both asked, uh, first of all, we didn't, we didn't talk about this one. They have two questions. One is, what is your favorite uh, distance you like to run? I like a half marathon. Yeah. Because it's long enough to get you. Because so for me, I don't really get in the flow of running until around mile seven or eight. And you know that flow I'm talking about where it like feels good. You're in your groove. And so that gives you a lot of time to be in there. But it's not so long that you feel tired at the end. At least nice. that's my experience. <laughs> <laughs> and um, their second question is, do you plan on another full marathon in 2020? If so, which event are you looking into? Yeah, so the New York Marathon for sure. Um, I'm already in conversations with the MS Foundation to start raising money for that. Um, and then I'm trying to, I believe it was Chris and me going back and forth on, I'm trying to convince a couple of people from the running group to come up to New York with me and run the full um, next year in November. I do, um, I do have a couple of other marathons that I want to run. I'm not quite, quite sure which ones they are. Um, my brother is throwing out the Phoenix marathon. Um, and then there's grandma, grandma's marathon here up in Minnesota, um, that I've been thinking about doing too. Um, what about, what about half marathons like the rock and roll, uh, half marathon in New Jersey? Yes. So that's, that's on the books for sure. I want to come and run with my buddies. You guys have all really inspired me to do more and to be more. And so I'm really looking forward to coming out and actually running with you guys. So I'll be doing the half marathon, Atlantic city rock and roll. I think that's in May of next year. Right. Coach. Yes. 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 (laughs) And, and and this question wasn't on my list, but I, I, I'll be remiss if I didn't ask you this question. And that is how would you describe the run, walk, run method that you use for Chicago? 
you told Ed, Ed had asked you, um, you know, like on Tuesday after the race, he said, how does your body feel? And your, your testimonial was just amazing because you compared how you felt running a half marathon nonstop compared to the run, walk, run. How, how has that transformed you? Uh, you know, that's a good question. And it brings up something that I didn't talk about at all. I had surgery last year, um, just before I ran the marathon. So I had surgery in May, I had to wait eight weeks before I could run again. And when you have to wait eight, eight weeks before you can run again, you're kind of you're starting all over in a way. Um, that's when you stepped in and taught me the run walk run, run method, which helped me get back into my groove with running number one. And number two, one thing I didn't realize I had with my very first half marathon, I ran the whole thing straight through and I couldn't walk for a week afterwards. It was really, I, my body was beat up. What was so surprising to me was when, even though I was in a lot of pain when I got done with the marathon, because I lost a toenail, I had a blister on the other foot, my knees were hurting. I was a hot mess the day after by about Tuesday, I was able to get out and like walk and I felt good. It didn't feel like my body was going to fall apart. You know, so I really, I credit the walk, the, the run, walk, run method, um, with helping my joints be okay, a getting back into running after surgery. And then B when I finished the marathon and was able to actually like get out and walk long distances, I didn't feel any pain. My knees felt pretty good. Um, within a couple of days afterwards, it was incredible. Um, I recommend, um, the, the run walk run method to anybody looking to 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 take on a marathon half marathon so you know and there's there's a there's a lot to be said for like running the whole thing straight through but I have to be honest with you like my heart rate was pretty much steady the entire marathon which um you know I was in what I like to call a green zone um kept my heart rate really steady through the whole marathon was able to like do, you know, just do more where I didn't think I would be able to, if that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, that, that's the thing when, when you're done the event, you don't want to have to be uh, wheeled out on a stretcher, you know, <laughs> and, and you, you hear people around you. Sometimes you hear people around you complaining, like I'm never doing this again. This hurts so bad. And I don't find that when I implement the run, walk, run. And so for our listeners out there, head over to runtothebestyou.com. You can actually do what um, Danielle has done, which is subscribe to our online, uh, our silver program, which is our online coaching and get more personalized mm -hmm. uh, schedules that I can design for you. Um, if you have questions about the run, walk, run in the, the frequently asked questions section is uh, me talking about the run, walk, run as well. And so what has you excited? We're about to let you go, but before we do, we just got a, we just got a few more questions. What has you excited today? Like any other special events besides running coming up that you're working on? Any special projects? 
Uh, you know, I'm just excited. Yeah. So I'm, we're working on running Well, it's about running right now. I have like my priorities in my life are like family, faith and fitness. Right. So that's what I'm 100% focused on. And I'm really getting my family involved in that. So my son and I are working on um, running a 5k together and I'm really excited about that. And then I am working on running a polar half marathon. So up here in Minnesota, it gets really, really stinking cold and I never go outside in the winter time well that's not exactly true but I wanted to run a polar half marathon and it's happening on like one of the coldest days of the year so I'm hoping it's going to be like negative 15 out when I run this um bad boy I'm going to conquer it Ooh. so <laughs> those that's are the you things. Do. <laughs> yeah those are I'm like Elsa from Frozen in the winter time I'm you know just want to get out there and do something she runs with a sports bra on guys in the winter time with no coat no under armor anything I'm, I'm i'm making videos teaching people how to dress warm you know with under armor gear she don't need none of that i don't know how she's doing it guys but listen um danielle it's a pleasure to have you on the show we thank you so much guys she's down 50 pounds she's excited about running the new york city marathon uh in 2020 Danielle, we're all rooting for you as we have always been rooting for you. Well, I'm hoping some of you guys run it with me. We're going to, I I believe there's going to be a movement towards that way. Um, Before we let you go, what can you say to our listeners who may be ready to start their journey now? Start it now. Start it now. Don't wait. You know what I was going to tell you? There's no day like the present. You know what I was going to tell you? I was going to tell you ahead of time not to answer that way. Because our last four <laughs> listeners, our last four <laughs> guests basically said that. Give, give, us, give us one piece of advice. Like, you know, add to that, though. Add to that. So, okay. So starting now, not waiting for, like, that perfect opportunity. But then the next piece I would add on to that is keep those promises to yourself. Because that first day you get out, it might be the hardest one. But when you lose that motivation to keep going, you got to rest on keeping the promises that you make to yourself. Keep those promises. Keep going. It's not going to get easier. But you will get stronger. That's like a saying from my gym. So it's not going to get easier, but if you keep going, you're going to get stronger and you're going to be able to do more than you ever thought you were able to accomplish. You should see me right now. I'm not in my head. Like I'm in a music studio and I got the beats in my head. And I'm just like, <laughs> like your words is resonating with me right now because, you know, uh, keep the promises to yourself and you know how you keep the promises to yourself by having accountability. You got to tell somebody, you know, you got to tell someone that this is what you're striving for because they're going to be checking in on you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and, or, and, or, you know, sometimes our inner circle may be discouraging. So you tell your best friend and your best friend's like, I, 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 I can never do that. Or it's too hard to lose weight or they, they sometimes our, our inner circle can unfortunately be negative. But so, so find the group that can help you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. So thank you once again. Thank you so much for being on the show. You absolutely brought it. I believe that this is an all time classic podcast. Your voice is resonating with so many people. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's not just me. It's going to affect so many people. And so thank you so much for being on the show, Danielle. Well, thanks, Coach. I appreciate you and I appreciate the group so much. So have a blessed day. You too.
Well, thanks for listening to another episode of the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast, as we wrapped up the best of 2019. And due to the fact that I don't have a personal editor of our podcast and I'm not very well equipped with chopping up some of our pieces of our major episodes, you know, I don't want anyone to feel left out because you guys have given some great knowledge onto our podcast, like Dr. Greif, Chris Ballard with the triplets, um, wasn't able to get a piece of your podcast on here, but obviously you have made such a tremendous impact into this program. And I want to thank you for that. Jamie Burke as well, the intermittent fasting stories. So you guys are going to have to go back and listen to these episodes that I'm talking about. Olivia Rogatis pushing yourself to the limits. Then we had Brian McDowell from Fat to Fast learn his story. Wasn't able to get a piece of his, uh, the best of one here as well. So a lot, Katie Ayers, getting out of your own way, okay? We've had um, our girl Jen Burke was on this show, okay? And uh, thank you so much, Holly Ryan, who uh, reached out to us and said, thank you for helping me lose 20 pounds as, as I was heading towards my wedding day. Shout out to you, your whole family. God bless. I just, I'm so... Um, privileged to been able to uh, make the impact that we have had in 2019. And we look forward to a bright, bright 2020. Close your eyes, picture yourself months from now, where do you want to be? And how do you want to feel? It's not about the scale. It's about how do you want to feel every single morning when you wake up with passion, with drive, The best way to predict the future is to create it. Create great memories, my friends, now. And if you choose, head over to runtothebestyou.com and take us up on a seven-day challenge. That's my time for today. Have a great day, week, month, year. Let's get it.